0: Acting as moderator for tonight's broadcast. I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. Knock, knock. Red wave. It's high noon for Tuesday, December 15th, 2020. Follow the podcast on Parlor at I'm Your Moderator or join the info stream on Telegram, t.me slash I'm Your Moderator. All right. So. Joe Biden came out and coughed his way through a speech last night where he made sure to mention that there was absolutely no evidence that there was election fraud or manipulation or cheating and that all of the claims were baseless. Now, to imagine that Joe Biden believed that would to imagine that Joe Biden is an honest man. But Joe Biden told us in the debates that he had never been involved in any of his son Hunter's business dealings. And that was a lie. And that Hunter had never made any money from the Chinese Communist Party or Chinese organizations. And that was a lie. And he also said that the existence of, of his son Hunter's laptop and all the disgusting things on it had been totally discredited. And that was a lie. And he said that 50 former Intel officials said it had all the markings of Russian disinformation. And that, too, was a lie, although not directly, because what Joe Biden was careful to say was it was that it was someone else who said that it wasn't him who said that. And of course, he wasn't pressed by the moderator, but he repeated a false claim and he did it so knowingly, which makes it a lie. So one would not expect Joe Biden to be honest about his claim in the first place if one had the slightest bit of intelligent discernment. But Joe Biden is not an honest man, so of course he knows that there is overwhelming evidence of election fraud. Though I doubt he spent much time listening to the hearings where all across the country, Americans laid out the story they had told in affidavits that they signed sworn under penalty of perjury. He must have missed all of that. He also must have missed all the statistical analyses saying that what happened while people were sleeping after election night was impossible. One in one quadrillion to the fourth power. That was the chance of Joe Biden pulling off election night as he had. But we can forget about that, of course, because Joe Biden told us that the voters had decided that we had withstood the greatest assault that our democracy has ever had. And of course we have withstood that, but not in the way that Joe Biden thinks. And the assault on democracy is not the one Joe Biden was referring to. Joe Biden, of course, was referring to claims of election fraud and the fact that he didn't actually win. Now, those claims aren't actually an assault on democracy. Those claims are a defense of that system. Those claims are true. And making claims about cheating when cheating happened is not an assault On a system. It is a defense of that system. Let's say someone got murdered and it was clear who the murderer was, and the murderer was found not guilty by a corrupt judge or a corrupt jury or whatever. Or let's say his name was OJ, for instance. That would be like saying that. Those of us who would say, hey, that person is a murderer, we're launching an assault on our judicial system rather than trying to defend our judicial system from fraud, corruption and abuse. The idea that what's happening right now on our side is an assault on democracy is utterly absurd. We have witnessed a party spend years, but particularly the last six months, changing voter rules, not through the legislative process, but through the secretary of states, judges, and corrupt officials like Stacey Abrams, using COVID-19 As an excuse, they tried for universal nationwide unsolicited mail-in balloting because of COVID. And they wanted ballot harvesting nationwide because of COVID. And they skirted the election laws that are in place and that has been proven And courts have agreed, as they did yesterday in Wisconsin, where the Supreme Court in Wisconsin said that all of those indefinitely confined ballots without a photo ID attached were in fact illegal. And so now the process commences whereby they try to find out How many of those people who were marked as indefinitely confined cast illegal votes? Assuming there are actually people attached to them. Because COVID was not an excuse for being marked as indefinitely confined. We have video of people in Georgia. After the poll watchers have gone home. Pulling suitcases of ballots out from under a table and running them through the tabulation. More votes right there than it would take to overturn the quote unquote result in Georgia. None of this is baseless. All of it is election fraud. The intentionality To commit election fraud has been obvious since May when Nancy Pelosi started trying to get universal unsolicited mail-in balloting and ballot harvesting passed for the entire nation, holding COVID relief for the country hostage while doing so. Now. Joe Biden always says that he wants to unify the country. It's time for us to come together. And to that, I say, hey, Joe, go fuck yourself. No one is going to unify with you. To unify around a crime is to become complicit in the crime. It would be no different than if your friend murdered somebody and you didn't tell anyone about it because you were concerned about making sure that everyone would be unified and no one would upset the old apple cart. That is to become complicit in murder. what Democrats and some Republicans did yesterday and have done since election day and before, honestly, is to be complicit in election fraud, even if they weren't personally responsible for the instances of election fraud, though many of them were. Now, seven states are still under dispute. There's litigation in those states. The GOP has sent and named electors for those states, and it will be up to the Congress on January 6th to accept or deny those electors. That is the next step in the statutory process. But the only step in the Constitution is the inauguration, and that's still five weeks away, five plus weeks, I think. There is a lot left to happen. And of course, the mainstream media and Joe Biden and the rest of the communists are trying to say that those dueling electors are meaningless, that it's all a big joke. It's all a farce. And people will believe that because they've never experienced this stuff before. But then again, how many times have we experienced a candidate giving three, four, five different speeches about how he has now won the election? How many has Joe Biden given? And how many of them have said the same exact things? And isn't it odd that someone, a representative of a party that actually believes it won a legitimate election would continuously talk about how there was absolutely nothing wrong with the election rather than ever participate in finding out if there was since there was Since statistically, the odds of Joe Biden winning the way they said he won are one in one quadrillion to the fourth power. Isn't that odd? Now, if these dueling electors were such a joke, why did Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan, try to bar the GOP electors from even entering the state house. And I shouldn't have said, tried to, she did bar them. Of course, there is video of the police keeping those electors out of the state house. And why? Well, first it was COVID, but of course, I mean, everything is always COVID first, but then Gretchen Whitmer claimed that there were credible threats of right-wing violence. And isn't that always the excuse, too? Well, we have this one illegitimate excuse, but if you don't believe that, then we'll just accuse everyone of violence. So we were all under actual threat. They were going to do real harm, as all the wokes say. This does real harm. No. No. There was no right-wing violence. There was no threat of right-wing violence. GOP electors were barred from entering by police by the governor. While their attorney general threatened prosecution of people bringing claims against the integrity of their election. And that's odd because just today, in fact, right now, why high noon is late today, I was watching this hearing. I actually had to stop it in the middle to do this. Not that I'm saying that's a problem, like not like this is a chore. I'm saying I love it. I'm here for you. But they have a hearing right now where the CEO of Dominion is testifying and by the way, lying under oath, which is incredible. He's saying that they don't use solar winds, even though <laughs> there's still record from their website of that happening. I assume he's trying to specifically say that they weren't using the SolarWinds Orion software in a very particular way. Trying to basically lie through legalese trying to speak to exact statements, very specific things, rather than addressing the substance of the statement. He must have watched Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey testify before Congress. But if the dueling electors were just a joke, why did they need to be barred from the state house? Right? Let them go in and make fools of themselves if it doesn't matter. Arizona is now going to have a full forensic audit in Maricopa County, no less. And what do we think that will show? And what do we think will happen after that? And what do we think will happen in Wisconsin when the indefinitely confined illegal votes get removed? Joe Biden has not been sworn into anything. And it still really is amazing that people believe that Joe Biden somehow got 81 million votes. While Donald Trump. Got 74, 75 million. I don't know what the exact number is right now. But that's 15 million votes more than Hillary Clinton. more votes than anyone except Donald Trump has ever gotten. Joe Biden, the man who had no campaign, Joe Biden, the man who could not get anyone to show up at rallies anywhere, even when he did have them. Joe Biden could barely fill the circles on the ground. And there's no way to believe that Joe Biden actually did get 81 million votes, unless you believe four preposterous things. First, you'd have to believe, and I'm talking about the commies here, that everyone else is more uninformed than you are. Of course, that's not true because the vast, vast majority of you do nothing more then read the headlines that come across your phone from Apple News or whatever other terrible news aggregator you use. And of course, you have to believe everything the media says. And you think that by virtue of you occasionally reading stuff from these sources and because you know for a fact that you went to college, That you know what's good to believe. You are so discerning with your sources and methods by which you gather the information that guides you in your world. That you're just automatically right. And so anyone that doesn't agree with you, of course, is misinformed. Even as you still believe. That Donald Trump colluded with Russia. That the impeachment over his call to the Ukraine, to Ukraine, I did it again, was impeachable. Even though the Russian collusion thing was entirely set up by Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, and people in the FBI and CIA. And that's proven. And even while the Ukraine impeachment was specifically about what Joe and Hunter Biden were in fact doing in Ukraine. That's insane. You believe the same media that told you that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. Though now they don't say so. You believe that people. Are as hateful as you are, as disdainful of everyone else, including and especially Donald Trump. But it doesn't stop at Donald Trump. They'll admit to hating Donald Trump. In fact, they're proud of it. A masky flipped me off as she ran by me today, thinking that I had already turned around. So I laughed very hard in her face. But that's just hateful, that's just scorn. This pasty, ginger, frumpy chick jogging along with her twiggy boyfriend. Flipping off a stranger because they're threatened by a hat and the fact that I'm not wearing a mask, even though if this delusional communist knew a goddamn thing about how coronavirus spread, she would know That it can't spread from 10 feet away, outdoors, on a run. And doesn't she trust her mask? Or is she just saving the rest of the world from getting COVID from me, even though I don't have COVID? Must be that. You would also have to believe the polls, which were not only fantastically wrong in 2016, they were fantastically wrong again here. And of course they were wrong. They were wrong intentionally. They were wrong to set up the narrative that Joe Biden had a chance of winning an election. He certainly had no chance of winning. And bear in mind, Joe Biden is a criminal. Joe Biden is a national security threat. And Joe Biden is compromised by the Chinese Communist Party. So Kayleigh McEnany came out and did a uh, press conference today and It was mostly about the coronavirus vaccine at the beginning, and she was pointing out how all of the media claimed that Donald Trump was lying to the American public to try to win an election by saying that a vaccine would come by the end of the year, even though Donald Trump got a vaccine done by the end of the year. They all called that disinformation and lies. They had Anthony Fauci on there calling it disinformation and lies. That was impossible. It was impossible. It would be a medical miracle, they said, for Donald Trump to get a vaccine before the end of the year. But that's exactly what happened. So either Donald Trump is a miracle worker or they were lying then. And what would have been the purpose of them lying then? Well, the purpose would have been to protect the system that they have allowed to continue because it benefits them. It is not about people's health. And of course, once the questions began, reporters started asking her about whether or not Donald Trump would now recognize Joe Biden as the president elect and invite him to the White House. And Kay- Kaylee McEnany very clearly said that there is still ongoing litigation and that <laughs> that has not been decided. Now, was she just lying to the reporters? Of course not. So under those terms, could Joe Biden actually be officially and unchangingly the president elect? No, of course not. And amusingly, you can actually go on Instagram or Facebook or I'm sure Twitter or any of these sites and go to Joe Biden's profile. In fact, the first picture on Joe Biden's profile page right now is thanking the supporters of how they for how they built this amazing campaign and that they powered the Biden victory. Of course, right below that, it says Joe Biden is the projected winner of the 2020 U.S. presidential election. Isn't that interesting? It's strange that that's still up there because. All of the media said that Joe Biden actually was president elect as of yesterday. So why would Instagram need that claim at the bottom? Do you think that they're just doing that to be more informative? Or is it perhaps because that claim is false? And there's a legal reason why they can't make that claim directly themselves. I think it's probably that one. Joe Biden hasn't been sworn into anything. And so the reporters also asked about whether or not Trump would take the vaccine on camera before leaving office. Now, that's a pretty muddled question, and it's a ridiculous one. Donald Trump has already had the coronavirus. So why does he need the vaccine? Of course, he doesn't. but they want to imply that he does. And then they want to run stories about how Donald Trump is refusing to take the vaccine. And why would they run that story? Well, if he's refusing to take the vaccine, then of course they can run the narrative that his followers will not take the vaccine. And by his followers, not taking the vaccine, then everybody in the country will still have to, be under restrictions and masking and lockdowns because these bad people are refusing to take the vaccine. And they will use that and bludgeon everyone into either taking the vaccine or trying to make the vaccine mandatory. We already have medical expert Bill Gates out there saying that maybe we can resume some sense of normalcy by by summer of 2021, but it might be realistically early 2022 before we get to resume any semblance of normal life, even with the vaccine. I mean, we were told months ago that normal life would not resume until there was a vaccine, but now it's 15 months after the vaccine. And it's not only to make sure that everyone in the U.S. is vaccinated, no, we have to help the rest of the world vaccinate as well before we can resume our normal lives. And we're meant to believe that because the people who listen to the central narrative and the mainstream media are everywhere that Biden got his pretend votes. Everywhere that restrictions are still being applied Are people resuming their normal lives in Florida and South Carolina and South Dakota? Yes, they are. Florida's now been open for 11 weeks. Where's their massive death spike? Where's their massive coronavirus surge? Where is all the death That everyone said would happen if they did it. Well, it hasn't happened. And of course it hasn't happened. But we sit here in California pretending. That we're being kept safe by the most corrupt people in the world. From a virus no more deadly than the flu. And that's according to the CDC, by the way. Of course, the flu actually kills children. And the coronavirus doesn't. And the flu, strangely, has disappeared. As has, apparently, deaths from heart disease. But sure, the coronavirus deaths are reaching record highs. It's very, very scary for everyone. And isn't it odd how the transmission rates were so rapid through that whole first part. But now. Now they're not quite so rapid. Are they? Now they'll say that they are. Because they're doing all sorts of testing. And the testing limits. The cycle threshold. Is ridiculous. A government official. I think a legislator in Austria. Yesterday there was video. Of him using one of these rapid tests. And he poured a can of Coca-Cola over it. And it came up positive for coronavirus. Isn't that amazing? But sure. The cases are just burning out of control. It's just whipping through society everywhere. No one can see it, of course. But it's happening. Trust them. And trust the PCR test, even though the inventor of the PCR test says that it's not working for what they're using it for. No big deal, right? We still have to be worried. Are people in South Carolina worried? Nope. I had a friend fly in from South Carolina last night. And he said, I've been on the ground in California for a half an hour and I already can't believe how communist this state is. He's like, no one even wears masks in South Carolina unless they want to. And I said, yeah, man, it's actually really difficult to understand how ridiculous it is here. If you're not here. It is absurd what they are doing. Gavin's health official yesterday. Said on video. That outdoor dining was not closed because of the risk of spread at outdoor restaurants. He said that outdoor dining was closed to keep people at home. So, where is the proof that that is beneficial? Because we know lockdowns don't work. Even the WHO has admitted that. So if lockdowns don't work. And most of the spread actually occurs at home. Why in the hell. Would we be needing. To close and destroy businesses. In service of keeping people at home. Businesses. That have not been proven, admittedly by him, to be a source of spread. Malls are open, Target's open, grocery stores are open, restaurants have not proven to be a source of danger or spread. But they must be closed to keep people at home, even though people are empowered to leave for other things. If you can't see that this is a farce, I don't know what to tell you. It's ridiculous. And then at the end of Kaylee's press conference. As I've mentioned many times before. The media, CNN in particular, as Kaylee is walking off stage and clearly not taking questions from anyone else, the CNN White House reporters always either Caitlin Collins or Jim Acosta. They will shout out so that the hot mic catches whatever they say so that they can input their own narrative into the story after she's gone. Jim Acosta is one of the biggest raging pieces of shit in the entire world. There are very few people more loathsome than he is. And many of them are at his network. Caitlin Collins being one. Brian Stelter being another. Don Lemon being another. Chris Cuomo being another. Jake Tapper being another. Brooke Baldwin being another. Fuck, it's all of them. Okay. Okay. You got me. Jim Acosta said after Kaylee had walked away and I quote, isn't it hypocritical to accuse others of disinformation when you spread it every day? That's pathetic. And what was it that Jim Acosta was responding to? Well, it was side-by-side headlines that Kaylee McEnany showed on screens next to her in the White House briefing room. Headlines from the Washington Post, the New York Times and Politico talking about how Hunter Biden's laptop was a debunked non-scandal, Russian disinformation in October. And then right next to it, headlines from the last week or so. Clarifying that, oh, Hunter is in fact under criminal investigation. Isn't that convenient? That's what Kaylee called disinformation. Why? Because that is disinformation. And Jim Acosta, in his in his very austere, very serious newsman persona, is hurt that he's accused of disinformation. And we know the media doesn't do disinformation. What a man. What a guy. What a paragon of virtue. What a wonderful representative of exactly what our news media is. I'll be back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Masks and lockdowns do not work. And Joe Biden It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and Parler at I'm Your Moderator. Soon I'll be up on Rumble with a video aspect. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, I have a substack. I'm your moderator.substack.com where you can donate or you can donate at anchor.fm by searching Be Reasonable with your moderator Chris Paul. I hope to see you soon. Back out on the rain. Backing as moderator for tonight's broadcast.